hello, Nuggets Nation. A somber morning it is. As always, it's uh, your host, Gummy Bear, sitting here with Rebel Nas. Oh, my bad. What's your name? What's his name? What's up? Uh, Rebel Nas. What's up? What's up? What's up? You know, y'all, um, we're coming to you with the uh, emergency pod. Unfortunately, you've probably already heard the news. Jamal Murray is out with a torn ACL. His 2021 season is over. Where does this leave the Nuggets? It's a shame. It, it's it's everywhere. Definitely, definitely everywhere. I feel like I say it every time, but it's it's a toss up with the Nuggets. Anything, everything, it's a toss up. We're gonna have to expect a lot from some other players, definitely now, especially if our bench can't keep playing the same way that it has. But but let let's not get into it so fast. So uh, just start off with the basics. So Jamal Murray ACL tear. What are we? What's really uh? When do we expect him to be back? I mean, honestly, right now it's looking like he won't be back until maybe next March. Now I know we all agree that he might have the chance to come back faster than anyone ever has in the history of the ACL tear. But there's two sides to that being that maybe he pushes himself too hard and then he ends up hurt worse or doesn't heal in the right way you know so i think like the real first thing is obviously murray's down okay everybody's just kind of reeling going through the emotions of that right now the next thing is how is jamal you know mentally he's got to be like killing himself right now you know he's going through it he's a competitor at the highest level he was finally hitting his superstar stage. Career stats. You know, career season. We know he couldn't wait to get to the playoffs. I said it a couple pods ago that we're playing like we're just going through the motions. We just want to get to the playoffs. We don't even care what seed we are. You know, and now he's got a whole, what, anywhere from, let's say, 6 to 12 months to wait. You know? So, that kind of sucks, man. How much does this suck? This sucks a whole bunch right now, man. Definitely. I mean, uh, I hate it. It's horrible. But at the same time, Nikola Jokic is the MVP frontrunner. And, well, we're all sitting out here screaming and yelling, pounding on our chests that he's the MVP. Now he gets to really show it. That, you know, that's just, that's what it is right now. He gets to show it. And this can only bolster his MVP candidacy. Yeah, so we're going to help him, you know? Like, uh, I'm just, I'm frustrated on so many levels right now. Last night, you know, obviously, I knew it. Like I said on the, the, the last pod. The way that they came out and said they'll have more information in the morning means they either knew it was nothing and they wanted to make sure, or it was the worst case scenario and they wanted to make sure. Okay, you've seen how his knee instantly swelled up when it happened, you know, but hey, it's done now, it happened, we need to move on. And I know that sounds evil, you know, it sounds like I don't give, but uh, it's the reality of the sport. <laughs> yeah. We need to move on. So it's like, the bubble got the last laugh, like I said. They were worn out. They were tired, but here we are. A lot you know? of people are going to be mad at the coaching. They're going to either be mad at the NBA. It, it it's a mix between everything. I feel like should he have not played that game, maybe. But but at the same time, that's not on the coach, though, man. Yeah. You know that's that's the staff. That's the training staff. The the strength staff. That's Jamal Murray. Okay, he had already missed four games, and he felt like he was ready. And it was his other knee that got hurt. Okay. Now, I understand that it got hurt most likely because he was laboring because of the other knee's pain, and that's how a lot of these injuries happen. But at the end of the day, he felt like he could play. He wanted to play. There wasn't a minute restriction. So, you know, it's just one of those freak accidents, you know? I, this is the fourth ACL tear of the year. 
Okay, it's it's not an injury that happens a lot in the NBA and with the shortened season, you know, and this isn't even the most. There's still, uh, I forget the other season, but there's another season that has a couple more tears. So, you know, this isn't the worst. It just sucks. Do I think the NBA is at fault here? Probably much more than them the alone. You know, coach, I don't think he's really to blame at all. Because if Murray hits that shot, we're, it's a close game. You know, we're, yeah. we're right back in the game. So it's like we're not the even NBA, about if nothing. anything, is to blame much more than the coaches to blame. <clears throat> um, let me see. Uh, I don't I don't with the, the season being so condensed. I think we all felt like Murray was mentally not really here until the playoffs or till the uh, all-star season. In, uh, wow. All-star break. Right before the all-star break, we feel like he mentally showed up, you know, and so and that's not a knock on him because he was still showing up, you know, doing his job every night. But mentally, when he kicked into that next gear, you could show he was like, OK, cool, I'm ready to play now. So kind of sucks that once he was finally hitting his groove that this happens, obviously his body was wearing down because of such a short season. And if you look at it, all the four teams that went to the con- the conference finals, they're all suffering injuries right now. Yeah, Lakers. Clearly the yeah. Lakers. And the start of the season the was Celtics, the Heat. The Heat, us, you know, so we kind of got screwed over in the deal as far as the season coming so fast. They were like, well, those four teams were the whole NBA, you know, and if you look at the other side of the spectrum, there was teams that hadn't played in almost, what, a year? So, yeah, you know, it's it, it just sucks all the way around, you know. His body finally gave in, and there's not much else we could do about it, but, you know, hope he recovers and doesn't push himself too hard. Um, all right, so first question I have for you, I guess let's just start here. Is this a wasted season, um, and what can we really expect from this season? I don't think it's a wasted season yet. Uh, we still have – we're still a competitor. It's we. Are we a competitor, or are we just a playoff team? I feel like we can s- ah. – it's, it's a toss-up. Yeah, yeah, your heart says you're a competitor, but your brain says, bruh, don't lie. <laughs> <laughs> I'm right there with you, bro. My heart says we're a hell of a competitor. We're, we got this. Nicola's going to do it. MPJ's going to step up. Aaron Gordon's going to kill. Morris going to kill. But then Martin's you, not going to be bonehead. You got to look at it like MPJ, we were talking last night, he already made a big jump. Can he make that bigger jump? So, before we get ahead of ourselves, is this a wasted season? I still, I'm sticking with no. All right. I, I feel like... um. If we're basing this season off a championship or bus type season, then this is a wasted season, I feel like. I guess I, I should go back. if It depends on what we're reclaiming a wasted season is. Yeah. I mean, I hate to say it like that because I, I want to be shocked. I want to be surprised. I want to see the Nuggets prove all of us wrong. Okay? But my head tells me that if we were championship or bust, then we're just busted. And nobody could be mad at that because Murray went out. Okay, and it kind of sucks. Now, do we have the potential to make this a not bust season? We definitely do. My heart says we do. My heart's cussing my brain out right now for even allowing me to say that it's a busted season. But, yeah. you know, if I take myself back from being a Nuggets fan and I just look at the reality of the situation, if the Lakers get healthy, when we were healthy and they were healthy, it was already like they had the edge on us barely still. Now we're definitely not healthy. Okay, and if they can manage to get healthy, we're in trouble. You know, and that's just the only, honestly, the only team that super bothers me because, you know, Murray, he, he just, we need that takeover ability, you know, now the playoffs are the playoffs, you know, we run into Steph like he's playing tonight and we don't have Murray, you know, and they beat us up with Murray tonight. Obviously we're tired or tonight, yesterday night, 
but obviously we're tired. We didn't look good. You know, we we're just kind of worn down. I get that, but you know, in the playoffs, you need as much offensive firepower as you can get. And Murray was our like envy, our second MVP. He had MVP. Technically, stats. he was the MVP over Jokic. Yes, in okay, the, uh, yes. in the playoffs. Okay, let's not play around, bro. We so. two MVP candidates in the playoffs. That's just crazy. All right, so what can we expect from this season? Then? Do we ex- like okay, like real talk? Are we even gonna make the playoffs? I think we will, but I think you we'll know, keep afloat. I think it's gonna depend on how this affects the team. Are we gonna take it and use it as more energy to charge us up to get to the playoffs, you know, and lose maybe five more games, or are we gonna just shrug our heads and just be like, to hell with it, we're not getting a championship this season and just pack it in? I feel like it's. It really, it really all comes down to MPJ or whoever, if we do sign someone. Well, we'll talk about that too, because I don't think out of the three names that we talked about, I don't think any of those are options anymore, but we'll, we'll get there in two seconds. Okay. Okay. All right. Um, okay. So we, what can we expect? What can we really expect? We're hoping to at least make the playoffs. Um, our hearts tell us that we're contenders still, but our minds are telling us that we're just a playoff team at this exact second. Now, can that change once some things happen in our way or happen not in our way um so the next question is is next year next year are we a contender or are we do are we still in wait and see mode to kind of see how this plays out because jamal's not going to be back right away no matter what he does even if he's superman he's not going to be back until at least january february march april somewhere in there is the projections right now so starting a spring you know, say the season starts the same way or starts, goes back to normal. So we start November, December, January, most likely February without Murray. Okay. okay. They project him to be back in either March or April. So say he comes back in February, right before the All-Star game, around the All-Star game. Maybe it- we're five games over 500 at that point. Then we're in good shape. I feel like it depends if no one else gets hurt. Yeah. And that's the question. This is something new for us, you know, because, yeah, we, we've always had injuries, but we've never had a hurt person. Okay? Yeah. We've had injuries, but we've never had a hurt person, you know, so. Where do we go from here? I want to say the championship. I want to say uh, the, the Look at this. Is so, this is so good. I love this. This is excellent because it's like. We're still so we were so much in championship mode, championship mode. Now that in reality, it doesn't look like championship mode anymore. We still can't accept that where we're, we we got to pull. We know we're fans. We got to pull and, and hope and know that, you know, Jokic can turn into Dirk and, and we can make this thing happen. OK, so I mean, and Dirk beat Dwayne, LeBron and Bosch like he beat that Miami team, you know, so let's go Jokic. He only has yeah. to deal with AD and old LeBron. You yeah. know, like, come on, what's up? Um, okay, so let me see. Uh, if not, what are we now? So we already said that. Um, if so, what do we need to make sure we don't fall off too badly? Here you go. This is where you can talk about what you're talking about. How do we stop ourselves from falling off completely? What well, we already talked about, uh, MPJ. Okay, if MBJ, we he already took a big step. Can he take that next bigger step? Two steps in a season. That's rare. And then Aaron Gordon, he's got here. We've been pretty chill so far, but is it is 
it really where's the coaching staff going to take it with him how are we going to restructure our offense to these three players and not murray ope soreness okay we're gonna put composo in here and then hopefully murray will be back tomorrow or something we well, you gotta figure that morris is gonna start probably for sure now yeah Okay, which I don't like. I want him to be the starter, but I it might be better with Composo starting because then Morris can come in like bench. he's been doing it yeah. and play the bench and starter. So we'll see. Um, MPJ stepping up, he's gonna have to. There's no choice. But I think it comes to Nicola as far as now it's more on him than it was before to get everybody into the right places. If he wasn't making game-winning shots, then he's definitely gonna have to be making them now. Yeah, man. And I mean, we did. We got to see a little bit of everything the last couple of the last four games. Okay. We beat the Spurs without Jamal. Okay. But then we get stepped on. But because of ourselves, though, you know, the Celtics, they really only came back because of ourselves. But if Jamal maybe would have been in there and not uh, Will Barton could be a different outcome. Yeah. Then Jamal comes back. We definitely expect him to be rusty and. The Warriors just run over us, you know, it just run over us. And we did make it close at the end. We did. But, you know, I still attribute that to us just being tired, like extremely tired and exhausted. Yeah. So it's like, we'll see. It's really just on Jokic, you know, can he integrate and make it so that Aaron Gordon's getting more touches, that MPJ is getting more shots. And can they make these shots? Okay, can they make, can they convert these assists? Because we just talked about that last night too. Joker should average a triple-double as long as everybody's hitting their shots. Well, people haven't been hitting their shots the last two games, and we do think it's a mental thing. Yeah, So tiredness, fatigue, all that. And then still sticking with MPJ is, the question is, okay, we saw him finally mature into being able to play with Murray and uh, Joker. Now he has to switch another, he has to flip another switch and go to where you're the number two guy now. And it's harder to be the number two guy. Much harder. Much harder to be the number two guy because now he has to. Can he step up and can he become a closer? Or is Aaron Gordon going to take over the number two and they start to look at him more and then he turns into the number three again? I mean, that could happen, but you have to know, like we have to assume they're going to give every opportunity to MPJ first. Obviously, yeah. Okay. So it really just is, can he become a closer? Can he step up? And if not, then yeah, it's going to be on Aaron Gordon, but they're going to give every opportunity possible to MPJ to to grow and to mature into this player. You know, like I've already heard people talking about, we, we just wanted him to learn how to play defense a couple months ago. Now we're talking about he has to become an all-star. We want him to become the next Kevin Durant or Clay Thompson. You know, and that's supposed to be happening right now, man. So I don't know. It, it, there's so many questions around everything now. There's so many what ifs. What or... ifs? How can? What's the potential? What's, you know, who knows? You know, because like what? I still have more questions. It says, uh, does Joker go? Does Joker get the MVP now? Like, can he prove like all these haters going to shut up? Is he going to get it? And then can he become a true legend in the playoffs? He's going to have to. If he doesn't, then it, it's bust. It's we're out in the first round. Yeah. Because, you know, at this point, we're either going to be the four or the five seed. You got to assume we got, I want to say, 18 games left now. So we're going to end up with the four or the five seed. I don't, you know, like we still beat three teams, three good teams. Should have beat four teams without Murray. Yeah. Okay. 
we should have beat four teams without Murray. So it's like our ceiling isn't higher. Our ceiling is higher with Murray than it is without. Yeah, so. I feel like before the three seed was out there to get. Now I feel like just holding on to the four seed is that would be considered an excellent win. Okay, we were we were shooting for the second seed, you know, like, oh, let's go get number two. Let's get number three. Now it's just like, bro, let's just hold on to number four. So that we at least we can have home court advantage if we play the Lakers or if we play the Blazers, whatever happens. Because LeBron and AD are still out for another two weeks, and I think LeBron's out for three weeks still. So it's not like they're just going to start winning games all of a sudden. Yeah. And then when they come back, they're still going to have to take a little bit to get in shape. So, you know, it'd probably be two weeks of them playing, getting their stuff together the last two weeks of the season. So that gives us these next two weeks to make sure that we handle our business. Yeah, it's... I don't know. Brain farts, okay. Yeah, I, I don't know what happened, but... Today's going to be the day. Yeah, today's the day. All right, well, <laughs> next question. Um, I said we have more questions and uh, answers. Okay, so can we sustain our top five offense without Murray? And, I mean, I definitely think this is a yes. Okay, I think we showed that over the last couple games without Murray that we can still score, we can still move the ball, but everybody has to be willing to participate. Okay, we had a big four, now we got a big three. You know, let's make it happen. Now, do I think with our big four and the Lakers big two, we were still seen as almost being able to beat them. Now we got a big three and one of those three is not Murray. Do we have any chance to beat them? I don't think in a lot of people's eyes we do. We're just going to have to prove some people wrong. But can we maintain our top offense and, you know, what, a top 15 defense? I don't. Defense? Yeah. Defense, I feel like, should be okay with maybe not with champions if we're in the playoffs maybe not now okay let me let me rephrase the question it can we maintain our offense in the regular season because we already know the playoffs is a different beast the regular season just just the regular season the next 18 games i don't think so you don't think monte morris can keep the ball popping i don't think so no i because we need that 20 points in a quarter just blister off just 20 points but we right did now. need it the last four games well besides last night we i feel like we needed it in that celtics, celtics game. game but i don't feel like we needed murray's points in that Celtics game that Celtics game was just us saying we're done mentally i really believe that we were up 14 and then we go down 14 in all, uh, like a five minute span okay and the starters weren't on the floor for that five minute span that we gave up ass Okay, but then you look at what we did to the Spurs. You look at what we did to Detroit. Okay, Detroit still, they only got, I think, 15 or 16 wins on the year, but they still been putting up good fights versus good teams. You know, like, I think our offense is more sustainable than our defense because Murray, his defense has been big. He stepped his defense up. In last night's game, he had three steals. Versus Steph, and Steph still went for 53. Don't get it wrong, but it was like... Murray still had played excellent defense on him when he could get there when somebody wasn't screening the hell out of him or he wasn't getting beat up for no reason. So it's like, I personally think that our defense is going to fall off some, but our offense is going to still maybe even get better because in reality, Murray sometimes slows down the offensive ball movement, whereas Monte is not going to slow the offensive ball movement down to be trying to get his own shot off. Okay, it's going to go directly to 
to Joker, and Joker's gonna decide what happens from there. With someone, you know. So can Joker and Morris run the pick and roll like we want them to? You know, we've been talking about how good AG's pick and roll looked until last night. The AG and Jokic pick and roll looked horrible last night. Yeah, horrible. But like again, I think that's the mental aspect. I think Aaron Gordon finally just hit a mental wall. I think the Nuggets as a team hit a mental wall. I mean. The Joker shots were hit in the front of the rim, which means they were short. That means you're tired. And then his threes, though, that, they were going off. They were hit in the back. Yeah. That means you're tired when they're short or long. Just like that, That that's just tired. That's exhaustion. MPJ, too. You're a shooter. Yeah, he, uh, it was, they were, but his they shots, were going they in. were going in Bro, and they out. were like that's in every, the, fu- they were in. And then, whoop, whoop. So, I mean, but that's still a fatigue factor. Yeah. Okay, because clearly he's hitting them. He's still getting open shots. Our offense is still working. People were, we're still generating good looks. We just weren't converting them. And again, that shows your assists show that we weren't converting our open looks. Okay, that's going to be the issue. I think that's going to be our biggest, biggest problem. But we'll see. He wants to be the MVP. We want him to be the MVP. Yes. <laughs> He's going to have to earn that MVP now. Okay, uh, let me see. Offense. Um, can just go and get... Okay, yeah. And so then that brings even more to what we were just saying without murray there who's gonna just go get us a bucket when we need it okay especially that's a regular season but in the playoffs okay who's, who's gonna- just gonna go get that bucket okay can we can can we count on nicola to turn that switch in his head like okay murray's not here so i have to go put up 40 points 50 points every game and he can do it but we okay? don't want him to do that but he's gonna have to bro Unless one of them is going to have to. Either him or Porter is going to have to just go get buckets. Okay, Aaron Gordon is still just a role player here for right now. He's still learning our offense and gelling with the team. Okay, he's there's no way that if we're winning, if Aaron Gordon is having 30-point games. Okay, now if he can consistently average like 15 to 20. That would be good. Excellent gravy. That means he's not forcing, he's not pushing it. Porter, but that 25. means we need Porter averaging 25. Nicola needs to be averaging 25 Five, to 30. 30. Okay, like that's what it has to be. Yeah. The bench has to be averaging like 15 to 20 points a game at least. Okay. And I know on most benches, you want them to be putting up 25 to 35 points. Okay. So it's like, ugh. It's, you're just, it's like you're stuck in quicksand and it's, there's so many. Can Porter, can Porter develop? Like you said, can Porter develop? And it's not fair to him, but at mm-hmm. the same time, this is what it is. And and if he can't, it's everyone's going to be mad at him. But it's at the end of the day, it is, and it's not his fault. Yeah, it goes both ways. I agree. It's it's a tough it's a tough situation that we're in. It's a double edged sword. You know, I don't. I want us to be contenders. Okay, I want us to be contenders. And Nicola, Your heart is like, Nicola can make us that. He can. He can just shut everybody up over these next couple of games and just be like, yo. Yeah, we lost a piece of our team, but that was only it, a piece of our team. He wasn't the team, okay? We're still the team. He was a piece, but we're going to go ahead and keep going, you know? And we need to get Gary Harris a ring. Like, what's up? Yeah. <laughs> Gary yeah. Harris needs a ring. Come we on, talking, bro. And then that was also, I, I we were talking about it. I heard you talking about it is uh, Gary Harris. He was that other person that knew how to play that pick and roll with Jokic. Yeah, man. And his screening. Yes. Like, his screening is so underrated. Like, so... I watched a couple clips that um, DMVR had put up a couple places. And just the way that Murray gets other people open off of his screens 
is crazy how much work he puts in that you wouldn't even notice because no one really expects to get well obviously you expect to get a screen but no one expects to get a screen from the guard and then yep. it just comes out of nowhere and it's like oh okay you're right steph here. was doing it last night really good i thought too yeah I seen Steph. Steph was just non, not stopping, moving everywhere, all around That's the place. That's what he does. That's how he yeah, finds man. his open shots. Is he's he gets always him. moving. He's that never... Rip Hamilton, that Rip Hamilton type of play. That's a little bit before you, don't worry. But it's that Rip Hamilton never stop moving, always setting screens, getting open, and just hitting shots. If MPJ can do that more consistently at seven feet, he'll be unstoppable. 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 At the rim and everything. And you can see him being more aggressive. Every game, I can't keep telling it, every single game you can see, even though he knows his shot isn't falling, he's still finding those, okay, I'm just going to go to the bucket and get a basket. Yeah. I mean, some, one of them has to. Between Joker, MPJ, and Gordon, somebody got to go just get a basket. And I'm scared that it's going to be Will Barton that's just going to be trying to go get the basket. <sighs> and get the ball tangled up every okay. single time. And we ain't even talked about that. So it's like Will Barton. He's probably sitting there like, "Oh yeah, buddy." Oh, he's he's gonna you he's know? like the one meme. I'm the captain now. Yeah, yeah. And I mean, real talk. In all reality, he should be the number two guy now. He's the longest tenured player now. Okay, him and Nicola. You know, out of everybody, Gary's gone, Fareed's gone, all these cats are gone. It, it's it's Barton and Nicola now. But talent alone says MPJ. MPJ should get it. So let's hope that Will Barton gets the memo. Let's hope. Maybe he surprises us all and, and all of a sudden turns into this really consistent player and just starts killing it, you know? I feel like he just needs to be a person, just keep the ball moving around, facilitate a little bit, get some points here and here, like 10, maybe 15. That might be pushing it, but... Bro, if he can average his just season averages of like 17 to 20 points a game and have less than four turnovers a game, will be great. I mean... Now, do I, like I said, do I think the season is, is lost? No. I think we're still going to have a great season. We're still going to kill everybody. Okay. Do Not I think we're contenders lost. currently? I don't. Do I want us to be? Does my heart say we are? 1,000% my heart says we are. I want to believe we are. But are we? That's the real question. Okay. And at this exact second, it's either we don't know or no. Whereas... Before yesterday's game, it was like, we're pretty damn sure we are. What's up? Watch out, NBA. So it's, uh, I don't know, man. I'm just, I'm reeling right now. I'm so, I'm so angry. I'm so irritated. Um, Last thing we need to touch on is, uh, so we talked about it last night. We were looking at picking up a guard. Now, obviously, that comes very, very important. They were talking about Austin Rivers, uh, Tony Daniels, and Gerald Green. And I personally don't think we need to get any of them. I believe that we should be looking at Jamal Crawford. Why Jamal Crawford? He's more experienced, a better player, better shooter than any of those, longer, okay? And really, we just need like a good 15 minutes, you know? And I think Jamal Crawford can come and give us 15 minutes a night, okay? Like, Austin Rivers is probably the top one on that list, and people keep throwing him away. Gerald Green hasn't played since 2019, okay? Daniels was here last year. Do we even notice him in the bubble? Yeah, in the bubble. Where Bobo was a superstar. Yeah, Bobo was a superstar. And where's Bobo? All right. Thank you. So, like I said, I personally believe Jamal Crawford is the best answer. Okay? You know, now I know people out there won't necessarily agree with us, and other people have their own opinions. I'm definitely down with that, and I'm not even sure you think Jamal Crawford should come. But I just feel like he's seasoned. He can score. He can get you a bucket. 
Okay, you need a bucket, he can get you a bucket. Okay? I, I like I've seen him play, but I've never actually seen, Bro, seen him. Bro, he's saucy. He's so saucy. The only issue is he's old. And so, you know, he's injury prone now, I guess you could say. But you know, I still think Jamal Crawford is the best the best option. If Trevor Reese is still out here running around doing what he's doing, <laughs> okay? <laughs> Jamal Crawford definitely got a chance, okay? That, that's just what I'm saying, bro. Okay, Trevor, Trevor Reese is still out here doing his thing, okay? Like, come on now. So, I don't know, bro. That's... We're going to see. This is this kind of where it puts us. You got any final thoughts? All he can do is hope. That's all you can do. Hope. Hope. Send positive prayers and love and energy to Jamal. Definitely Hope that he fan. doesn't kill himself trying to come back faster than anybody in history. Yes, definitely. Man, like real if talk. If I had like a direct message to Jamal, just take your time, man. Just take your time take and come back time. healthy. If we got to lose this year and some of next year to make sure that maybe we win three more championships after that. And then we can bring back Gary Harris if he gets bought out. You know, then there's a whole bunch of things. See, there you go. And I would, it would ring. be around that same time that yeah. we could bring Gary Harris back if he did get bought out. It's got to be a year. That's a whole other conspiracy theory. Man. Yo, yo, yo. Gummy bear theories. What? Gummy bear theories. <laughs> get him. Hey, yo. If you haven't heard, check out that OFTF podcast. What? All right. You know, I'm plugging other shows. Um, Yeah. Yeah. So uh, basically, this is where we're at. This is where we're at. Um, Jamal Murray, he's down. He's out. It's all good. It's chill. It's how it goes. Um, like, it, it sucks, but it's how it goes. You know? And, and MVP has to be the MVP. MPJ has to step up and do a stuck thizzle. Yeah. Aaron Gordon, Monte Morris, Faku. We got to step up now, man. Final thoughts, quick. I don't think there really much is to it. Everyone needs to step up. Everyone needs to go into their roles again. The ball needs to be moving. Can't be sitting around or anything. That's yeah. That's just what, what it, it is. It's how it goes. All right, man. We appreciate y'all, man. Stay fly. A mile high from a cornfield away. We miss you, Jamal, already. Get better. If you want a real hot dog, a good hot dog, an all beef hot dog, a veggie hot dog, then Fly Dogs is the place for you. They have 15 plus different suggestions for you to put on top of your freshly baked hot dog. We're not talking about fast food, we're talking about real food. 3111 O Street, Lincoln, Nebraska. Order ahead, they're busy. Flydogs.us. Don't be late.